0: Welcome to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. In this podcast, I'm coming at you to deliver you a weekly dash of creativity to make your homeschool exciting for your kids, but for you too. We're going to explore all of the different ways to creatively homeschool games, field trips, unit studies, writing activities, kid businesses, art, and more. I'm your host, Julie Soul, longtime homeschool mom, shenanigan enthusiast, espresso drinker, and founder and co-owner of Soul Sparklet's Art. I've helped thousands add creativity and joy to their homeschool, and I'm ready to help you too. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. Today, I want to talk about a different four-letter word, and that's snow. Now, some of you may be really excited this time of year. When I'm recording this, it's just after the new year and we are just starting to get some snow or the threat of it. Some of you might have grabbed your skis, be running out in the snow. Kids have been in and out trying to get on all 16 layers about four times, and their mittens aren't even drying in between times that they're rushing outside. And some of you might be a little bit more like me, where we just kind of stare out the window and we kind of hope to melt it away with our angry glare. I'll be honest. I grew up playing in the snow here in Michigan, but I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the super cold weather. I'm not a fan of trying to drive in it and hoping my car stays on the road. And so in the event that I don't want to pass that on to my kids, one of the things I wanted to think about were ideas to make a snow day more fun. Because let's face it, one of the ways that I actually do enjoy winter is by seeing my kids happy. And one of the ways that they can be happy is when they're playing in the snow, but I feel a little happier when they want to run out for the fourth time if maybe, just maybe, I can get a little bit of learning in. I know, I know, there should be free play time, and I am totally on board with that. But every once in a while, you want to have a snow day that you actually can connect to your studies and to have fun with. So today I wanted to share with you five ideas for getting a little bit of learning in while you're playing in the snow. So the first one is studying the animal tracks. I'm going to be honest, we have a field in the back of our house, and the first time it snows, it's just a blanket of white. But then I'll wake up the next morning, and it doesn't look like that anymore. There's tracks everywhere. It's kind of fun to try to figure out what they are, and when you feel like there aren't as many animals living around you, you suddenly realize how many there are, and they're just kind of all hiding. So those nature books are perfect for getting out at this time, discussing what animals are out right now, and which ones are hibernating near you. Now, if you're listening to this in Florida, and you're thinking, oh, I've heard about the snow thing, this can be fun. Are there any animals that change in the seasons for you? Number Two, sorry, Floridians. This one probably isn't going to apply unless you come up to visit your northern neighbors and friends. But snow ice cream. Not yet made snow ice cream, but I'm pretty sure just about every one of my friends has, so it's on my list to do. You need eight cups of snow. You need one cup of milk for those of you who don't have dairy. I believe you can use oat and almond. You have half cup of sugar and one teaspoon of vanilla. Now, snow ice cream melts really, really fast, so you're going to want to make sure that you eat it. You can add any kind of flavoring on top of snow ice cream. I'm going to pause here. I hope it doesn't need to be said. Please make sure that you only try snow ice cream with fresh, clean, white snow. You know what I'm saying, everyone. Okay, number three. I did this one with my kids when we were studying anatomy. We went down and we found a small sledding hill, and this was after that really fluffy snow. For anyone who doesn't live in the snow area, there are different kinds of snow. There's the wet, slushy type. There's like that packing snow. That's the stuff that you see snowmen. And every once in a while, you get really light, fluffy snow. It almost feels like powder. Now, this snow isn't exactly the type of snow that lends well to a sled. If you try to take a sled down the hill, it's not going to get very far. And that's where I got in just a little bit of learning. As they continue to take their sled down the same path over and over and over, we talked about neural pathways. We talked about how when we do something over and over, it gets easier. This was a really great way to tie into my kids things that they're practicing, something like a musical instrument. Or a sport, and how when we do it over and over, it gets easier for us in a really, really fun way. So, of course, they wanted to see how far they could get this track by the end of the day. Number four, talking about this fun question, why is it that if you eat snow, it dries out your skin? I was at my daughter's tennis lesson just last weekend when there were a couple of people discussing this because of course kids love to eat snow. I'm sure some of you adults out there also still love to eat snow. So why is it that it dries out our skin? So I wanted to go looking for a reason. So it's this. Our bodies are a little bit like a sponge. So in order for us to say moist, gosh, I don't like that word, but In order for that to happen, for our skin to have that moisture in it, we need a certain degree of water. When we actually eat snow, our body has to burn energy in order to warm up that ice and that snow in our stomach. And to do that, it actually takes some of the water away from the sponge, which can dry out our skin. So it's a really fun conversation to have with your kids as far as you're eating water, basically, right? So why is it that it dries us out? So a little bit of chemistry in there. And number five, instead of creating a snow man or snow woman or snow dragon, have you ever tried creating a snow maze or labyrinth? Now, this can take a little bit of planning. You get paper out and draw what kind of maze you'd like to create in whatever area you have. It's a little bit easier because kids don't have to roll things. They don't have to push or lift heavy pieces of the snowman, they can just walk it and start to pack down the snow. But again, it's going to take some planning. So this is a great way to bring logic into having fun outside. And it's especially fun for all ages of kids. Eventually, you could even build up the walls of the maze and put some tunnels in there too. So you can get kind of a maze or a labyrinth fort. Want to take it further? Tie it into a study of ancient Greek history with the Minotaur and the labyrinth. So lots of really fun ideas to do in the snow to get a little bit of learning, but you know, it's fun learning. And of course, make sure that you give those kids some time to just run out in the snow and play on their own also. Okay, I hope one of these ideas landed for you and you think, wow. I never thought about that because that's what we're here for. Okay, everyone, until next time.